Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Tonight I'm starting a new series. I'm going to title God Will Hide You. Psalms 46, 1 and 2 says, God is our refuge. Some of the God is our refuge. And strength and ever-present help in trouble. Amen. In this country, you only need to turn on the news one day. You will know about refugees. Some of them come from war-torn countries. That if they stayed there, they were going to lose their lives. Someone will come here for economic reasons. Whatever the reason, they're running from danger. And they're trying to find a place that they can hide mm-hmm. and just develop and become the thing that God wanted them to be without watching their back, whether somebody's going to shoot them, whether hunger is going to kill them or whatever. So when the psalm is thinking about a city of refuge, when we talk about a refuge, there was There were seven cities in Israel, and they were designated, when they came to the promised land, God designated seven cities. And those cities were to be cities of refuge. So if you kill someone accidentally, and you run, you had to run to one of those cities. When you run to that city, and uh, as long as you can get to that city before the law catches up with you, you are saved. And so when the psalmist is thinking about God is our refuge, he's thinking about the fact that there might be somebody here, uh, there's somebody who is in danger of losing their lives, and they're running to this city. And when you run to that city and you went into the, into the temple and you held the horn, that means that you were protected. So when David wrote this, the Israelites knew exactly what he was talking about. God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in trouble. Yes. And he said, therefore, we will not be afraid, though the earth gives up. Because he says, if God is my hiding place, if God is my sanctuary, yes. then I don't have to worry about who is after me or who is for me. Mm-hmm. Because God's going to take absolute great care of me, Terry. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I will not be afraid. Though the earth gives up and mountains fall into the heart of the... It's talking about earthquake here. You remember how earthquake takes place and the mountain blows up and then the lava falls into the sea. The psalmist is saying here that I am hiding in God. He is my sanctuary. He is my refuge. He is my strength. He is my ever-presence help. Ever-present help. Ever-present. In other words, let me tell you this, Sandra. There is no time that God is not watching for you, watching out for your interest, watching over you. It doesn't matter the magnitude of the problem. It doesn't matter the latitude of the problem. God is watching over you. God is my refuge. He's my hiding place. He's my sanctuary. He, he, he's the one that strengthens me when, 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 when I am weak, when, when I want to be afraid, he strengthens me. He is an ever-present help. To be an ever-help is one thing, but an ever-present help. You know, it's always present, Roland. Therefore, I will not be afraid of earthquakes, though the mountain gives way. Though the earth gives way. How many of you have ever, uh, there was one time that an earthquake 
took place in South Carolina, but we felt the effects here in Georgia. The psalmist is saying, it doesn't matter whether I am in the midst of an earthquake. I'm not going to be afraid. Why? Because I'm hiding in God. He's my sanctuary. He's my hiding place. Though the earth gives up and the mountains, I'm not even afraid of the lava that comes and that blows up and spears when the earthquake takes place, even though the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. What the psalmist is saying is, is that uh, regardless of what is going on in the world, regardless of who is coming after you or your reputation or your children or your job or your business, God has made you so prove that you're going to be invisible to the enemy. Amen. No, you did not hear me, did you? It doesn't matter what name that is. Whether it is a legal situation or medical situation, financial situation, family situation, relationship, yeah, the enemy will come. But when the enemy comes, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against the enemy. Those of you watching me, those of you in the house, I want you to know that you are invisible to the enemy. Psalms 27 verse 5 says, For in the day of trouble, he will keep me, how? Say in his holy tent, in his sanctuary, in the secret place of his tent. In other words, God has a secret place that the enemy cannot find. And that is where he is hiding you when trouble comes against you. Any form of trouble, physical, spiritual, medical, legal, financial, business-wise. This does not only cover you, but it covers your children, your grandchildren. And somebody say, oh, you don't know my children and my grandchildren. They're out there in the world, but they're covered by the blood. They are in the secret place of his tent. In other words, God has got a sanctuary, he's got a tent. But he's also got a secret place in that tent reserved just for you, Terry. He will hide me. He will set me high upon a misfortune rock. What he says is he will place you out of reach on a high rock. When the enemy comes, God knows how to lift you above the reach of the enemy. Remember the psalm is saying that your foot will not stumble in Psalm 91. Mm -hmm. So he says he will lift you above the stone so that you can't even stumble. I believe that we all have things that come against us. Could be people who don't like you. Maybe you are dealing with illness. Maybe you are struggling in some kind of relationship. You are a businessman. Maybe you've lost some. Very good clients. It doesn't matter whether you lost whatever. Because sometimes, you know, people come against you because they're jealous that you are blessed. Mm -hmm. They hate you for no reason. Mm -hmm. Don't you know that it's easy to be worried, wondering how is it going to turn out? Mm -hmm. David in that Psalm 27 says, in the time of trouble, God will hide me. Somebody say, in the time of trouble, God will do what? Hide me. He will place me out of reach of a, on a high rock. In other words, uh, he's going to put you on a high rock out of the reach of the enemy. Somebody say, God is going to put me, my family, my business, my children, my grandchildren on a rock so high that he's going to be out of the reach of the enemy. This portion does not say that you will not have trouble. But let me tell you this, my friend. Difficulties may come, but God promises that he will hide you. I don't know what that does to you, but it makes me relax and just live and enjoy my life. Right. 
Like I said, you could say that in times of trouble is going to make you invisible to the enemy. You will never know how many times trouble came, but they couldn't find you. You will never know how many times the enemy sent something to knock you out or take out your child or your business or whatever, but they couldn't find you. Sickness was a sign to kill you, but when it showed up, you were invisible. That misfortune, that accident was sent to finish you. Mm. But when it arrived, you were nowhere to be found. Cancer was sent to take you out, but it did not know that God had hidden you in his hiding place. He thought after that he struck you, he was going to get you out. But you're still here. I'm still here. When it arrived, it could not find you. He said, well, better. I was diagnosed with it. No, it could not find you because if it did find you, you would not be here tonight. <laughs> Remember what God said to, you, uh, to Satan? He said, you can touch his body, but you can't touch him. Alleluia. Sometimes you did not know anything about it, but God hit you. Mm-hmm. You didn't know when the disaster came. Mm-hmm. You were just going about your day, being your best, trusting in God. Yes. When those forces of evil tried to stop you, mm-hmm. I'm talking about enemies that should have defeated you. Depression, oppression, sickness, disease, financial problems, the trouble that should have caused you great heartache, they didn't have any effect on you. Why? Because you were invisible to the enemy. God hit you. You may not realize what I'm talking about now, but when you meditate upon this message, you can say, I can relate to it. That's why we can live from a place of peace. How can we live in a place of peace, in a chaotic economy, in a chaotic world, when we hear about shootings and stabbings and so on and so forth? Because God is our refuge and our fortress and ever-present help in troubled times. That's why we can live from a place of peace, a place of trust. That's why we can live not moved, not worried about what the enemy's plans may be. We're not worried about our future. We may not know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. I do not know what lies ahead, the way I cannot see. One thing I know who is my guide, the way he'll show to me. I know who holds the future, and I know he holds my hand. With God, things don't just happen. Everything by him is planned. And I say, see tomorrow with all of this chaotic makeup, I can trust the God of miracles Amen. and give to him my all. And here somebody says, but what if my company downsizes? They don't need me. Could it be that God is about to promote you? And you're fighting in the flesh? What if my child gets off course? But what if your child doesn't get off course? What if he gets off course and God brings him back to the course? What if I get this virus? But what if you don't? Man. The God who is your refuge will hide and take care of you. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. So instead of being afraid, how about you turn around? Instead of saying, oh, I hope that I don't get it. I hope that my child doesn't get into it. How about you turn it around and say, Father, thank you. Someone says, Father, thank you that I am invisible to the enemy. Thank you that my children are invisible to the enemy. My business is invisible to the enemy. My grandchildren are invisible to the enemy. My church, my pastor, my first lady is invisible to the enemy. Thank you that my health, my finances, they are all invisible to the enemy. My marriage, my dreams are all invisible to the enemy. Can you pray that kind of prayer? Don't you know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper? 
and every tongue that accuses you unfairly will be found to be at fault. But even if you did it, God can still exonerate you. Amen. How many of you know that uh, you did it, but Jesus still died for you? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Isaiah 54:17 says, "No tool that is made, of, no tool that is made that is in the knee." In the New Living Version. I like this New Living Version that translation says, No tool that is meant to fight against you will do well. Amen. <laughs> That's powerful, Brother Larry. <laughs> and he says, You and you will prove wrong every tongue that says that you are guilty. But somebody says, Well, I did it. Yes, you did it. But Jesus paid the price. And you will prove wrong every person that says that you are guilty. This is the gift given to the servant of the Lord. I take away the guilt and make them right. If I were you, I would learn that version Mm -hmm. of this translation. Let me read that again. No tool that is meant to fight against you will do well. (laughs) And you will prove wrong every tongue that says you are right. This is the gift given to the servant of the Lord. I take away the guilt and make them right, says the Lord. I'm going to meditate on that portion of the scripture. I'm going to make this portion of the scripture mine. See, David knew what it was like to have opposition and people trying to stop him. It's a story in 1 Samuel 23 that I encourage you to read. He was living on the run from King Saul. For what he may mean, just, just being anointed by God. David did not want to be a king. God just found him in the form, brought him and anointed him. So why are you pursuing me? If you find it, have any problem, pursue God. Find out. Leave me alone. This is what say. Leave me alone. Talk to God. David done nothing wrong. He was one of Saul's best armor bearers. Actually, Saul's son was David's best friend. And when Saul was crazy, when he was mad, when he lost his mind, guess who was playing music? To help him, it was David. It's interesting that sometimes the people that you have the most mm-hmm. are the yes. people who would want to bring you down. Yeah. Yeah. Saul was jealous and determined on getting rid of David. As he was consumed with the desire to take out David just because David was anointed. Mm. Now let me say that just because somebody is blessed doesn't mean that they, take, they took you a blessing. Mm-hmm. There's always blessing enough for everybody. Yeah. But let me tell you this, sometimes when you are doing the right thing, being the good, being good to people, the favor of God is on your life. But this favor will stir up the jealousy in other people. May I say that again? Yes. Because the enemy wants you to feel bad because there's something that you did or something that you did not do. People are not going to hate you because you did something bad. Many times they hate you because you did something good. David was in the days of hiding in curves. He was doing his best to not get caught. Have you ever been there? That you're trying to hide from this and try to hide from, hopefully you're not hiding, trying to hide from bills. Because if you try to find from it, it will find you out. You better face those bills and hand them over to the Lord. He was doing the best he could to not get caught. Saul had the most skilled soldiers. 
I want, I want to encourage you to read that chapter. He had groups, they had groups that were specifically trained in tracking people because he was a king. But David was a shepherd. He'd been uh, just taking sheep. Never went to military school, never had any kind of specialty. A teenager, didn't have anything professional, any professional training, and he was outnumbered. Saul and his men had more equipment, more skill, more training than David. So when you look at that situation, it would seem like David would be easily defeated. Brother, when you look at a situation like that, your natural mind says, this guy is going to be caught. But in 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 14, the word, of the, 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 the word tells us, Saul hunted David day after day, but God did not let him be found. Wow. Somebody say, wow. Could it be that that's you that I'm talking about? Let me tell you this, my friend. God knows how to make you invisible to the enemy. Whether it is sickness, disease, financial problem, relational problem, he knows how to hide you from trouble. He knows how to hide you from an accident. When we get to heaven, you will find out how many times the enemy set you up to kill you with a car accident and God hit you. He knows how to hide you from an accident and how to hide you from the people that are trying to hurt you. God knows how to protect you. Turn to somebody and say, God knows how to protect you. David said in Psalm, Psalm number 31 verse 8 says, You have not handed me over to the enemy. Meditate on that. You have not handed me over to the enemy, but you have kept me in a safe place. That's powerful, son, isn't it? Whether you do believe it or not, every one of us has something that is trying to stop our destiny. But like David in the Bible, God has put you in a safe place. Tell someone say, relax. Go to sleep. If you are like pastor snore, because you are in safety in God's hands. He's not going to let you be found. You may be having difficulties in some areas of your life now. I don't know whether it's in your health, your marriage, your finances. Tell someone say, don't worry. Don't panic because you are in a safe place. How many of you can sense this meaning that you are in a safe place? A place where God has you hidden and you can live in peace. You have been living in pieces until you came to this Bible study. It's time for you to realize that there's no need for you to be living in pieces. You have to remember that you are in the secret place of the Most High and you are hidden. Because when you know that God has hidden you, when trouble comes, you won't fall apart. You won't give up on your dream because you know that God has made you invisible to the enemy. How many of you believe that God has made you invisible to the enemy? Saul was looking for David day and night. I mean, his blood was running so hot. He was so passionate, wanted to kill David. But he was frustrated. At one time, he was pursuing David, and uh, he knew exactly where David was. But just at the time that he was about to get David, the news came from home that he needed to return home immediately. Saul was frustrated. He went back home. The letters some of David's letters some of David's men turned against him. people around you. Thank God for those people that are for you. I pray that no person around you will turn against you. I said one time, Paul, I mean Saul was about ready to get. David. God just said a situation. There was chaos at home and he had to run home. Mm. Somebody that is pursuing you is going to stop halfway and go back home. Amen. But you have to be vigilant because 
Later on, some of David's men turned on him. They sent Saul the details of where David was. Mm. They gave him the exact location, how to get there, what it looked like, all this inside information. Don't worry about those who think that they've got the inside information because God is going to send confusion to their kind Amen. in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Saul was so thrilled. He had his men to go conduct surveillance. He had them to study David's movement, find out where he sleeps, where he eats, where he gets his food. He went overboard to be sure this time they would catch David. So Saul and his men, they traveled a great distance. They arrived where David was hiding. Somebody could say his cover was blown. It looked exactly like he was, David's life was going to end. Yet just as Saul was about to attack, a messenger came. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Don't you love this God? I mean, sometimes he lets it go to the last minute <laughs> before the check comes in. <laughs> he lets it go to the last minute before the situation is resolved. He was riding up as fast as he could with an urgent message. The, be the person was coming from Saul's home, riding as fast as possible. He said, Saul, hurry home. The Philistines are attacking our city. Mm. I told you that God was going to set confusion into the enemy's yeah. camp. Yeah. 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 He said, you might catch David, but you're going to lose your house, mm. your family, your, your throne. Mm. Hurry home. That's exactly what is going to happen. But anybody that is pursuing you, trying to catch you, trying to destroy your reputation, trying to destroy your business or destroy your whatever, Saul and his men turned around and returned home. They never captured David. Don't you know that God knows how to keep you in a safe place from the enemy? Yes. Even when it looks like it's too late. How many people are there? How many people in the house understand what I'm talking about? Even when it seems like it's too late, God knows how to distract the enemies. I like that. Mm -hmm. Don't you? Yeah. God is distracting the attention of your enemy right now. And the enemy is confused. They're going to get into, the, into, into, into a room to have a meeting, and then, and then God is going to come and completely scatter their mind, and they're not going to know how to put words together. He knows how to change people's minds and how to turn that trouble, that darkness, that sickness, mm. how to turn the opposition mm. in a different direction. Mm. As I stand here, I can see the opposition mm. going in different directions. Mm. Isn't that what the Bible tells us? Yeah. They will come one against you one way, but God will scatter them in seven different directions. Yes. So I can imagine sickness coming and looking for you. Mm. It has all the details, knows where you live, Knows where you were. Because the enemy has done his surveillance work. But the sickness, financial problem comes and knock at the door. Unknowingly you answered. But like David, you are invisible to the enemy. That's powerful, isn't it? Yes. Let me say this, that when you know what God has 
protected you from. And when you know that God has you in safety, hidden you from the enemy, you can live in peace. How many times will the Holy Spirit have tell us this, mm -hmm. to get it to us, mm -hmm. that we need to stop living in pieces, go to sleep at night? If you can just know that God has placed you in a safe place, He's hidden you from the enemy, you will go to sleep tonight. Mm -hmm. You will know that you are not at risk. You won't be worried about that any moment something bad can happen. Mm -hmm. You will rest mm -hmm. and relax mm -hmm. and go to sleep because you know that God has hidden you where the enemy cannot find you. I believe that in heaven, every one of us will be surprised the things that God preserved us from, protected us from, that the enemy sends to destroy us. Trouble, calamity, bad breaks, they had all, they, they, they all had your name on them. They had your address. And they couldn't stop you. You know why? Because they couldn't find you. God had you in a safe place. Right now, Michael, you are in a safe place. Amen. That's why that car accident could not take you out. Amen. If you saw the kind of car accident that Michael had, you would, have, you would wonder why he is standing there taking pictures. How many of you saw his call? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you this, my friend. When you make the Lord your Lord, your God, your, make Jesus your Savior, when you stay under the shelter of the Most High, the Scripture says that He covers you with His wings. How many of you remember? He'll hide you from things that should have brought you down, and He'll keep the enemy from harming you. He'll protect you from all evil. To Him belongs the glory forever and ever and ever. Was anybody blessed tonight? Was anybody blessed? Yes, Come on, let's yes, do the glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Say glory. glory. Say Jesus. Jesus. Somebody thank God. Thank God. That I'm invisible to the enemy. I'm covered by the blood. And under the blood, the enemy cannot find me. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.